Welcome back to GA Fan TV. My name is Aaron. I'm delighted to be joined here by Patrick Sharkey from the GA Zone podcast for the 2023 Donegal season preview. It's the seventh edition of our season previews. We're going to be discussing all things Donegal ahead of the upcoming inter-county season. We'll touch on the hurlers maybe briefly towards the end of the video as well, but obviously mainly focusing on the footballers. Patrick, how is uh, life with yourself? How's things? And uh, you all ready and excited for another uh, inter-county season? Yeah, look, it's um, obviously the big news has been the departure of, of, of Michael Murphy there. You know, it's someone like he made his debut December 2006. I was four years old then and I'm 20, 21 in March. Like, so the longevity of that man, you know, he's, he's all I've ever known in RS. So it's, it's definitely an on the one season in RS. Like, but um, look, I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't, you know, we can all hope for the best. Like, but you know, you don't know the next best thing could come through, but you, you just aren't too sure. But, I'll just it'll definitely be different than I was to put it one way. Yeah, definitely will. It's kind of nearly like when when Stevie G left Liverpool or something. It's like he's all you've sort of known. He's like that main man, the captain, and and now someone else coming in as a captain. Like it's gonna be, it's definitely gonna be weird for Donegal fans in in twenty twenty three. I'd imagine not having him around. Yeah, um, I, absolutely. He's the the face of Donegal GA. Like you know. Um, for like, you know, he was probably the best footballer of the two thousand and tens. Like, and you know, for a county that's only won two All Irelands, well, one of them being as being the one he captained us to at twenty three. You'd look at him. You don't really, you don't really expect that we'd always be producing the best player, but you know, just out of nowhere, we just really produced that great football in our ass. But you know what? Um, if you ask anybody. Be it from the senior team down to the under sixteens, who who inspires them probably Michael Murphy. So hopefully, you know, he'll bring a next generation of um Donegal of them, and no doubt within the next decade he'll be the coach of Donegal. So it's it's definitely it's definitely different there. Like, but you know, the, the captain hasn't been announced yet, but it'll be interesting to see who the new management picks. Yeah, like, and and what do you think? Like, I know there was some rumors maybe that that Murphy wasn't happy with the new management and was thinking of stepping away and. You know, like maybe there was a rift in the camp and everything else. Do you think there was any substance to that, or was it a case of just him retiring? Because I suppose he is, as you said, he's been gone for quite a long time. So his race maybe is kind of ran. Yeah, look, um, we're just gonna we're just gonna take his word for it. You know, obviously, if he stepped down the night or the you know within a week or two after we get knocked out by our man last year. Nobody would question it. Everyone would just think, you know, all right, yeah. he's gone, he's he's gone off. Like, but just you know, when it comes, you know, because the same night the management was announced, he was on Highland Radio talking up, you know, about his excitement about working with them and all the rest. So I I, I don't know. So you, you don't know what what's going on all the rest. So, but look, I'm just gonna I'm 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 gonna take it that he was, for, you know, just saying the step down anyways, and maybe he was just. You know, maybe his mind was just telling him different things, and he just decided to bite the bullet and announce it. I don't know, but I'll, I'll, but I can see where it's coming from. But I'll just, I'll run with the story that he made it. Just it was a decision he was going to come to either way. No, fair, yeah, no, like he's going to be an analyst next year as well on on yeah. GA Go, so it's definitely going to be interesting to to see his opinions and and everything else. Um, and looking back at last year for for Donegal in general, I mean, in the league. 
I suppose fairly mixed bag, but obviously you were never really in a relegation battle, probably never really in a, in a battle for the league. But I think all in all, I think most Donegal fans would be happy with it. And then obviously in the championship, beating an Ulster final after extra time. And then obviously lose to our man in that, in that opening round or, or sort of final round of the qualifiers. So what were your thoughts on uh, on how Donegal got on last year? Yeah, look, um, the league ah, was kind of, we were kind of in a, in a relegation fight with them, but there was a few teams below us anyways. Like, so that's, that's, that always seems to be intense on the last day. But, you know, I was there in, you know, in, in Odal Park when Paddy McBurdy hit that last minute um, score out the door. And that's that just got them out there. And all the news was about filtering free about Dublin, getting relegated and all the rest. And Donegal and our math fans, we were both saying, oh, God, we wish it was Tyrone. But <laughs> um, look, um, yeah, it was... See, we got to the Ulster final and we played really, really good against Derek May for the first half, but then it was kind of quite slow and stuff. And then that second half, we were giving away some silly freeze and find the back end and then done the exact same in extra time. And then Derry got the right ones there. And then, you know, if we would have won that Ulster title, the full confidence would have been back on Declan Boner, back in everything. Everything would have been going in the right direction or running out. We would have had a quarter final against Clare and we've seen how Derry dismantled them. Yeah. Then we probably would have got back to the semi-final and then it happened there. But I think it just drained the confidence out. And then it came to Armalik, you know, we were neck and neck and then obviously Sean Patton went off and then it just it it just sent the whole thing AWOL and then the whole confidence was drained out. It was it was a day and night performance compared to the performance we gave on the first day of the Ultra Championship when we were pretty comfortable against Armagh. Yeah, like I mean, it was it was a strange year, wasn't it? Because I I do remember Donegal getting a lot of criticism and a lot of people sort of saying they're not progressing and everything else. And obviously Declan Bonner coming under a lot of scrutiny and criticism as well. And obviously he's since left. But like when you actually look back at the year, like it probably wasn't that bad as what people painted it out. As as you were saying there, like maybe there was some jeopardation going into the final day of relegation in the league, but it needed a lot of results to to go against Donegal on that particular occasion and. As you said, got to an Ulster final against Derry, who comfortably beat Tyrone and uh, and Monaghan, obviously on on route, and it did go to extra time. So in any other year, like it probably maybe would have went yeah. to a replay, and you don't know what would have happened there. And as you said, Clare in the quarter final, so like it probably wasn't as bad as what maybe some people were making it out. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, you know, I know, I know what you're saying there, like, but I don't know if it went to a replay. Um... You know, you look at a game going extra time thing, and it was an intense game, but it it probably actually wasn't the best game of football. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know if um, either set of fans would have been willing to sit through another seven day of that. But still, I think um, yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad of a year out there. But I just think because see, my generation, we saw about five Ulster titles and all the rest, and it's nearly expected. That we get one all out there, and then they find you know they see three years of an Ulster, and you know fans are kind of thinking mm, it's time to go and all the rest. Even though leading up to twenty um, two thousand eleven, we went nineteen years of an Ulster, but like and and to put it into perspective, an eleven year old from Donegal has seen their county win Ulster as much as a forty six year old from Derry. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Like, I mean, yeah, like, as you said, like, maybe the expectations are just probably gone a little bit too high. Like, as you said, 
there was a lot of great years there, obviously, as, as you've alluded to before, like winning the All-Ireland in 2012, obviously getting to the final in 2014 and, and everything else. Like, Do you think maybe it's sort of, I know you've had a, a new crop of players come through, but do you think it is maybe slightly the end of an era with the likes of Michael Murphy going, you've had a few other lads retiring mm-hmm. in the last couple of seasons. It does seem like it's mm-hmm. sort of transitioned now into a different sort of yeah. era for Donegal. Yeah, um, Michael Murphy, he was part of the crop of players that won the Under-16 Ulster back in 2006. And then in 2010, we won the Ulster against Cavan in 20... Yeah, yeah, it was 2010, April. And then we lost by Dublin by like a point in that final as well, the All-Ireland stage. So Michael Murphy was the last member out there. And then you go forward to... Uh, the 2011 Ulster one or the 2012 All-Ireland one. Yeah, the, the only Donegal player left with um, All-Ireland one would have been um, Paddy McBurdy and Michael Murphy and Neil McGee, who left the panel, were also the only two remaining ones at the 2007 league one. They probably, you know, if you put in that perspective, you'd probably expect them to be done quicker, but still. So, yeah, you know, there's very little... There's a few. There is a good lot of Ulster medals, but as for the All Ireland medal, they're lacking that there. So you know, maybe there's more hunger. Could be a good thing. I don't know. Yeah, like, but like, and it's a weird one because you still have a lot of very good players. Like even the players that have come through in the last couple of years, like Caelan McGonagall and Michael Langan. You know, the O'Donnells who sort of broke through in the last couple of seasons. Like there is plenty of good talent. So it's not a case of players drying up or or anything of that nature. Like still plenty of good players coming through there. Mm, absolutely you know it, it is there now, don't get me wrong we haven't won a minor or an under 20 or under 21 Ulster since the under 21 Ulster back in 2017 so maybe it's starting to translate a lack of youth success but still we're still bringing players through every year and all the rest like so no doubt about that there you know there's definitely stuff that's going on there and um, yeah and like so, I, I still think there is as quality, and even even you you look at the cigarettes and you'll see a lot out there. And we had to pull out a few years ago because so many of them were playing. Uh, the pull out the Doctor McKenna Cup a few years ago because so many were playing there. So I do think there's a lot of talent coming through. So I, I you know it's not the production line isn't finished in Donegal just yet. Yeah, and obviously Declan Bonner stepping away. Like I remember asking you this last year as well, and I suppose you were kind of saying like it's it probably was a case maybe of of his final year. Like, and I mean, all in all, he won a couple of Ulster titles in there. Um, obviously didn't go to plan last year, but all in all, how would you look at Declan Bonner's time in charge of Donegal? And do you think it was the right decision for for him to go, or what do you think? Uh see. We always talk about Ulster being the most competitive province and, you know, you look at the past winners and the different variations of winners, it's it's definitely well backed up. And as Donegal manager, he coached 16 games as um, in the Ulster Championship, won 13 of them. You know, I, I understand, you know, after one loss, you knocked out all the rest there. But um, see, it's, see, it's kind of like I kind of feel the Super 8s didn't suit Donegal back then because... You know, we went through, and I don't want to. I don't want to be making excuses, like, but we would have probably played someone through the back door at a quarter in a one-off quarter final in a neutral venue, 
you know, probably Crew Park more, more likely to get to a semi-final and then, you know, would have all sent the right message there and all the rest there, but, you know, come to RS and then be a Tyrone 2018, just a local derby we lost it, and then Mayo and McHale Park, you know, Mayo really brought the atmosphere that night and all the rest, and yeah, we were just, we were just found out, you know, whatever was clocked up, and then we go to 20, 2020, obviously, oh, Calvin, Calvin just outclassed us, it was obviously a tough one there, and then yeah, there there was there was no backdoor in twenty twenty one. This, but you know, and then Tyrone, yeah, they they really gave it a you know that that Murphy sending off judged it there, and then you know I don't know maybe the whole team were just I don't know what happened against Armagh and all the rest, and then a sending off and a few silly frees given away in the Ulster final there, and that's that's what kind of probably ended it for him and all the rest. There. So I think. It's probably when you look at his Ulster record, it'll look good. But then the All Ireland record, even you know, it's it is probably an underachieving achievement in that sense. Yeah, like and it was quite a wait, wasn't it, for for a new manager to come in? Obviously, Paddy Carr's come in with, with Aidan O'Rourke. Like, I mean, definitely took a. I think it was one of the last managerial appointments, and I know there was all sorts of names float around i think davy burke was in the conversation anthony cunningham maybe i think even paddy tally got a mention as well so um like eventually obviously the, those two coming in i mean it's not the the biggest profile name but mm-hmm. like what, what do you what, what were your thoughts on it uh well pa- pa- I, like i know it's 2009 the game of football has definitely changed since 2009 but um he won an all-ireland with kill mccord croaks in mm. 2009 and I, I genuinely think if you want a club all Ireland title that's enough criteria to get you into most county jobs you know I think yeah, I think that should should be you know a good enough one there so I do, do, do think he deserves you know a shot of managing his native county and all the rest and whatnot. like so probably you know and it was in the running against Declan Boner so now it is his chance to be out there and Adrian O'Rourke, yeah, he, he's probably hasn't won any medals as a manager, you know, and then has had a great playing career. But, you know, when he managed Life, he got them in the top four of Division Two. So he made Life one of the top 12 teams in the country. So for a team like Life, that's good enough achievement there. So I've no doubt uh, that they're like, so look, I'll, I'll, I'll give them a chance. Definitely not the most high profile and all the rest. But um, no, I'm, I, I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic that they can they can make something happen. Yeah, because uh, you did mention that, like, Chemical Croaks all Ireland win, like, and I do remember even when that happened, like, I think I think Pat Gilroy was maybe in his first year, and Dublin had been absolutely hammered, so I think, in the quarterfinals that year by Tyrone, and I remember, remember some people even in, in Dublin conversations were thinking maybe Paddy Carr should have came in as uh, as Dublin manager, like, and that, and that seems like such a, a long, long time ago, so... As you said there, like a, a man who has won major honours and major trophies, it mightn't be the biggest profile name, but at the same time, when you look back through history, you know, he's he, he has been there and done it. So hmm. yeah, yeah. It's 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 definitely the it's definitely the right criteria there. And they've um they brought in Paddy Bradley as well, who has intercounty experience with Antrim as well, has managed obviously he's a dairy man, so you know, oh it's right. Neutral observers probably no club biases, so definitely um, man there like whatnot. But and he recently won the Derry Intermediate Championship with Glen Ullen. so yeah, I think um, 
Nah, look, look, look. It's it's ambitious and all the rest, but I don't. I think a club all Ireland is good enough criteria and all the rest. But the only thing is, um, both Adrian O'Rourke and Paddy Carr were going into the Donegal job on completely separate bids, but they put their resources together and pulled in the gear there. So you you don't know was there someone else going to take it instead? Maybe them together was going to take it or on that. And I I I don't know how that would have worked, but still, um, you know, I think. Too many people are making judgments before much is done before all the rest. So I just think, you know, it's all about just backing them at the minute and seeing how far it goes. I'm sure it's it's the Dr. McKenna Cup in just over two weeks, like, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, like, as as I was saying earlier, like, there were were rumours that were going around about certain players not happy and maybe not making themselves available for this year and, and everything else. Like, I don't know how true those rumours were. I think you, you seem to get this quite a lot in Gaelic football at inter-county level. I mean, there's been, you know, yeah. loads of people have talked about rifts in the Dublin camp and the Kerry camp in the past. And look, sometimes they might be true. Sometimes they might have some validity to it. But, like, what, what are your kind of thoughts on it? It would seem strange for there to be a rift straight straight from the get-go, you know. But what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an amateur sport with um such a big audience so you can always say you know you know johnny can't come out because he's work commitments or player x or player y can't do it all right so you can always come up with saying that there's something like oh no has has woman's got a job in dublin you you just you just don't know what um you know goes on behind the scenes but um but most of the reasons why some players can't commit the reasons are pretty valid first of all hugh mcfadden is teaching out in dubai so he might not be able to commit um, to it. And Patter Mogan might not be available for the league because he's currently doing a Masters over in Liverpool. So those two players are there and rumours of... Yeah, so so that's two rumours that gets... Uh, they, they've been quickly dismissed that there is actually other things going on and all the rest. But, you know, I, I haven't heard of any players... Until any players have officially dropped out of the panel and usually if a player doesn't go back to the panel it's well noted and all the rest so until they can officially go out yeah. I, I'm not going to be making any guess I don't I think you know most of the reasons why any player is not going to come up this year is probably genuine it's probably like, yeah yeah like I mean and in terms of as you said like Michael Murphy obviously uh, retire and everything else who, who do you think should be the captain then or, or who's the most likely the yeah year? um see Cause Michael Murphy, he was captain in January two thousand eleven. He was announced as captain at the ten, the young age of twenty two. So that was obviously a big legacy for him to follow. And I, I would kind of want it to go to someone who's going to be captain for at least ten years. And I know that's that's a big load of pressure, especially in an amateur sport. Like so, you know, you would look at Patrick Brody, but he's twenty nine. So look, I know there, and so. I'm going to go with a man who's already captain for his club and he's 24. I'm going to go with um, Neil O'Donnell as well. And obviously the unions were unlucky in the club final there. So I think, you know, in the last few years, he's been a regular starter in all this. So I think if I'm going to pick any man to be captain, it would be Neil O'Donnell. Ryan McHugh as well would also be a good attempt contender, one of them too. Yeah, that's some good, good, good shouts. All right. Like, and, and going into 2023 as well, like, and, like what, is there any players you think who might maybe make a, a breakthrough maybe coming in from club championships or, or underage level like as you said the underage success maybe has dried up a little bit since 2017 so i don't know if anyone's really putting their hands up but 
Is there anyone off the yeah. top of your head? Um, well, well, if you watched, if anybody watched the under twenty semi final against Tyrone, and we're, we're the only team that took that Tyrone team that won the All Ireland last year in under twenties to um, extra time, so. We definitely, you know, we're, we're, we're not as far out of the races as maybe I would have been making it out, out earlier. So I'm going to go with one man who came off, scored the most off the bench. And obviously he's a Creasler man, so we'll give a bit of light to the club there. But I think Carlos O'Reilly, very, very good player. I think he's um, a really, really good player. Um, see, I kind of think, um, yes, yeah, so, and he was originally there. So I think we're going to see him making his uh, debut there. And another man I'm going to go for is Joel Bradley Walsh. He was a top scorer for LYT when they got the Sigurdsson semifinals last year. Now, he is um, in his early 20s and all the rest. And he was on the bench a few times with the team there, but he's just committed with soccer of Van Harps. But I don't believe he's involved with them anymore. Like, so I think you might see him given a chance for Donegal as well. And then another man who captained under 20s two years ago, made one appearance in the league, didn't get a, a look in in the championship, but the new management might have a different thing to say about him is Rory O'Donnell as well. So I would go, yeah, I, I, I would go with those those three. Interesting, interesting, yeah. Like and, and looking at the league then in 2023, I mean, it's, as we know, with Division 1, it's so competitive. Almost anything can can happen on, on any given day. Like in... I think we can all agree that Kerry definitely aren't getting relegated, but I think after that, really, like it's you know, like it, yeah. it's open season, really. So, like, how do you think Donegal will, will get on there in Division One? Uh, I think we're going to finish third. I think we've got. Um, I think because you know, other teams will be a bit more experimental and all that, but the Boner, Declan Boner, got a lot of slack when he finished. Um, he, he finished bottom. Well, it was their second bottom there. And his first season, and the guys relegated more Essex. So I think that both of them are going to get there, and um, most of the, both of them have managed life, and they managed them to be steady Division Two teams, you know. So I think you know when you're with a quality Donegal style, I do think um, they're going to want to. I do think it's uh, third. I do think it's third place. So yeah, um, that is what I am going to say there. So yeah, that's. Mm, I'll put it for a place, but I think we'll narrowly miss out. I think there's there's still some teams better on us, but still, I think we're, we're pretty stable. Yeah, it's an in- interesting assessment, all right, because I still would have thought there would have been maybe some rotation in the Donegal team, obviously, with no Michael Murphy, maybe no Patter Morgan, as you said, a few other lads. Like, I thought maybe there still might have been a bit of rotation, new system, and uh, and sort of everything else. Like, and I think I was looking at the bookies' odds as well, and I think a lot of people are saying Donegal are going to get relegated. I mean, but you think you're you're confident enough anyways they'll withstand the pressure and, and stay up comfortably. Yeah, yeah. Look, we're um it's definitely it's definitely gonna be, you know, um a, you know, a carry team who probably isn't gonna take it that serious, and then sem- seven other teams on an equal footing going at it there, like but yeah, I think um I kinda I think, you know, like I think Galway are gonna finish top of Division One, and all the rest there. But and all the rest. But I do think, yeah, I, I think we're enough to get stable there in all the rest. But I think you know Kerry Monaghan and Mayo are always gonna stay up. But I think Armagh and 
Tyrone are going to go down. I can't. I think Tyrone, they're going to be a lot of experimentation because they're going to be probably the youngest team there. And Armand Orest, I just think, you know, they won a lot of games in Orest. I don't want to say one one person's going to call what how they won games foggery, and another person's going to call it the dark arts. Call it what you want, but they might be a more gentle in their approaches and it might actually cost them so I think you might see them relegated too but yeah I think that's the way it's going to go yeah yeah that's a that's a bold prediction all right you're, you're definitely always a man for a for a bold prediction <laughs> in fairness like, know, yeah um but to be fair with with Tyrone going down like yeah like yeah like I think you could definitely see that happening I think you like we see how inconsistent they've been sort of in the league they never really seem to take the league seriously at all like and they're probably maybe lucky enough in the end to avoid relegation in, in in the way that they did like but but yeah like in in terms of like you've done goal even looking at the fixtures there like some some tough tough fixtures in there as well so i mean obviously for yourselves you'd have to start fast yeah yeah no no, no doubt about that there but look i think um it's it's carry the first day in biofe we've lost one game there one league game there in the last 12 years i know you only get but one or two games there a year and whatnot but still, I think um, I don't, I don't know. Like carry the first day there. I, I don't know. I think maybe we can maybe get a draw against them. I don't think it's off the run there, and I don't think you know. I, I'm not. I don't want to. You know. I think the first three or four games carry are going to be quite flat, for one one of a better word there. But you know they they'll do enough to, to stay up in Division One, and there's no there's not many doubts about that there. Like and they they'll obviously come into their peak come championship time but i do think yeah so i you know obviously we only have three home games as opposed to four there but still i think that there and you know there's a lot of there's a lot of new management as well like so it's probably a very hard season because you don't really know what's going on because fucking i think most of the division good chunk of division ones also new management as well like, and sure dave davy burke could do song with ross common i actually think you know they'll definitely go to our they'll definitely push for the top in division one as well like and could even do bits and connect too. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think Galway, our man Kerry, I think are the only ones who haven't changed their manager going into going into next season. So that's certainly interesting enough. Like, I mean, looking at some sort of general predictions then, I mean, who, who do you think is going to win the league then in that case? I mean, would you would you be back in Galway then since you, you have them finishing top? <laughs> um I think because do you know what? What I'm a, I'm a man for the bold prediction. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Most people was predicting that I shave. I think Ross Common are going to win the league. I think I think we're going to see a repeat of last year's Division Two final in Division One. I think you know look, look at Davy Davy Burke has a great record. Um, he obviously is a league. He's won the championship with Sarsfields, the under twenty All Ireland local there. Then he won Division Four with Wicklow. Then kept them up in Division Three. Then he took a year off and all the rest. Like, so I, I don't know. I think, I think you know. No, I'm not, I'm not. I don't think they'd they'd even get. I don't think they'll get near the All Ireland semi-finals. But I do think just in the league and stuff they'll go there. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm boldly predicting. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's an interesting one. All right. To be fair, like I'd I'd, I'd agree with the sense with the sense of the, the fact that Davy Burke's coming in there and they have a great team, great squad, right age group. Obviously, a lot of under twenty lads coming in. But I think winning the league might be a bit of a stretch considering. I don't yeah. think they've avoided relegation yeah. from division one and i and i don't know how long but um yeah but i suppose stra stranger things have happened 
Um, and in terms of the the overall big picture of the of the All Ireland, I mean, who's the the front runners in in your opinion? Like Kerry, I mean, they're they're going to be the favourites. You've obviously yeah, yeah. maybe coming back into the mix, but what do you think? It's Dublin. It's it's no. I think and especially of the especially of the new championship structure as well. It's definitely going to be Dublin. I think um, for very simple re- reason, um, they've got Mannion and um, McCafferty back there, and they need that expert quality there. And like, well, the new structure, it's going. I don't think when you look at the starting 15s, I think Kerry's is slightly better than Dublin's, but. The new structure, you know, you free group games and then you'll have the quarterfinals afterwards. So it's going to reward those with depth. And I think by overall depth and squad in general, Dublin are better than Kerry. So I think I think that's where it's all going to come in there. So I think, you know, I, I don't look, look, I'm not, I don't know what can I say to the draws and all this. It's very hard to know anywhere because well, if they'd meet Kerry in like a, a semi final or a final, but I do think, you know, when push comes to shove, Dublin are going to come out on top. And I think, yeah, I think it's going to be now, and then James McCarthy's going to get his ninth All-Ireland, become the player of the most All-Irelands ever. And then that's just going to, it's going to finish there. And that's what it's going to be there. And yeah, so I'm going to have, yeah, yeah Dublin on Ireland, but I, I, I can't see them going on to do a five or six in a row like they did in the past year. But still, I think, yeah. Yeah, no. Look, I think I think us Dublin fans, we we taken all Ireland at this stage rather than talking about two, three, or you know five, six in a rows or or anything of that nature. Um, in terms of any surprise packages, I mean, even just looking further down the divisions, you know, sort of division two, three, and four. Like, who who do you think could could maybe cause a surprise yeah. or two, a shock or two, or or maybe cause uh, an upset? I mean, every every every, it's always in the league we see shocks, but I think sometimes yeah. even in the in the championship down the years, I mean. Tipperary, Cavan, even Derry last year to a certain extent, we've seen them sort of pull off a few surprises every now and again. Um, yeah, it's going to be um, interesting there. Like, well, we're going to see a Division Four team in the Connacht final. That's obviously the interest because they're say the draw. So, I think we're going to see Leitrim, Leitrim beating New York, London beating Sligo. Yes, I said that right, and then. Leitrim beating London, and then I think we're going to see like a Leitrim get into the Connacht final. So I think I'm sure that's probably an upset in some ways and all the rest. And yeah, and I think so. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's an interesting one, alright. You could have Andy Moran going up against uh, going up against Mayo in the in, in the Connacht final. That'd be an interesting one. Yeah, I think it would be there. Um, they, they definitely like he's done a lot there, but um, actually, I actually, I actually have written. I mean, if you want to bore the listeners, I'm just giving you your request and making you aware. I've actually written down um who I think is winning like each each fixture, you know, because at least in thankfully in Leinster this year we've an actual structure to get to a final as well, and the actual positions where I think teams are going to finish in all four divisions and the championships. If you really want to know, but well. I'll leave you to it if you want it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say, go for it. Why not? Why not? I mean, I mean, the, yeah. the, the, more, the more, the more predictions, the better. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. I don't see, don't see any harm. I'm, you've already made some bold predictions in Roscommon being uh, winning the league, so I'm kind of curious to see what else you've got in there. Uh yeah. Um, right. We'll 
go to the Division Two, and I think um, it'll be Dublin and Kildare getting promoted. And I, yeah, I know it's going to upset Derry fans, but I think you know. I don't have to explain the Dublin one. I really don't like as much as you know. I know they're there for a reason, but I don't really have to explain it. And they did. They would beat Kildare in a, in a final. I but I think Kildare's just track record in the league and all the rest, and they put it on the league and all the rest, and they probably want a good seating and all the rest because they're not going to win Leinster, and they're on the same side of the draw as Dublin. I think you know before the final. So they're not going to get the first one or two seeds, I believe. Like so, it's probably about fighting for that third seed and getting the division one. So I think they have that fight there. While and I think Limerick and Louth are going down. Yeah, it's probably a bit normal for me to predict the two teams that got promoted there. But I just don't think they have the same class the other teams there. So yeah, um, and yeah, and um, as for division three. I'm thinking Antrim and Offaly are going to do it because Antrim, I think, you know, they're going to want to get into the Sam Maguire, not the Talton Cup. So they're, it's the easiest way is probably going to be to win Division 3. So I think they're going to do that there. And Offaly, yeah, most of the, that under-20 team are coming of age now, I think, you know, and they're really, really good in all rest and they're going to see it there. So I think, yeah, and they'll probably beat... Um, you know, they probably beat Antrim in a Division 3 final as well. So I think you see it there. Andy McAtee is also good. And Liam Cahill has obviously done great. Or not Liam Cahill, or is the... Cairns. Cairns um, obviously has achieved great things the Tipperary footballers and, and Limerick footballers beforehand. So I think we're going to see him win there. Again, relegated. Longford and Fermanagh. I know Fermanagh were unlucky with... A point that should have counted against Westmeath last year and all the rest and all the controversies, but uh, just I just think you know they've been harping along so long. RS, I just think they're they've struggled recently in RS, and I don't, I don't know if I can't see them up there in RS, but I think for mana people are gonna are gonna forgive me once we get onto the Ulster Championship. Just you wait and see. So, <laughs> and in Division Four, I'm predicting. London and Leitrim to go up. So yeah, London game promoted. So there, there's another bold enough prediction. But I think you know just with enough. Andy Moran's a great coach for Leitrim and all the rest. And most of players got promoted back in 2019, and in a pretty per division four. And London, you know, I think you know they had a few ones last year and all the rest. And I think you know a second season all the rest. They obviously had two seasons out, but I think they can really string. If they can string up a few ones, I can't can definitely see them going up to Division Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's definitely some some interesting predictions in there. Right? I mean, London going up is a is definitely a bold. One. I think Antrim being promoted from Division Three. I mean, I think I think they might be the favourites to get relegated, but um, but who knows? Maybe Andy McIntyre will will work his magic, says you. Yeah. Um. So yeah. <laughs> so What's we'll go to yeah, yeah, work away, work away, crack in. No, no, yeah. Um, Connacht Championship, I have. Um, so yeah, it's. Um, oh, I told the other side of the draw where I think Leitrim's getting the final, but I think Ross Common are beating Mayo there because I don't think Galway or Mayo care that much about the Connacht Championship because the new structure and stuff it doesn't really have that much relevance, and I think. 
Ross Common would appreciate wanting a Connick more, if that, that kind of makes sense. But I do think, you know, and there are so I think them beat Galway and Mayo and beat Leitrim in the final. So as much as I would love to go with the bullshit of Leitrim winning Connacht, uh, no, no, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't see them getting there. Like, but I don't know, they've, they've chance to be in Sam Goyer. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what, what about what about the other provinces then? What what you're what are you going for there? Yeah. Um. I, I so, mean, I'd, I'd, I'd imagine Dublin winning Leinster. I mean, we probably just get that. Yeah. One over. There's yeah. Nothing, there's nothing really to to mention there. I don't think. I'll I'll go off I'll go off the other results one up to, but yeah, they're gonna win it there. Like, well, I'll give the other ones, you know, because obviously because we took Dublin out, it's super competitive and super interesting. So, awfully beating Longford, Cardo beating Wicklow. Uh, I think Wexford are good enough to beat Leash. That's obviously a bullshit because they're, I don't, you know, after that relegation to Division Four, I don't think they're really up to much. And then I think um, my bull shout is that Carlo's getting that third seed, and I don't think they're going to care about the Leinster Championship. And I think Carlo are going to beat them by a point. I think Carlo are beating Kildare. That's that's a weird <laughs> one there, but I think you know they obviously look twenty eighteen is a big one there. So yeah, I think there's a shock one there. As for Dublin Wexford, oh, it's going to be a tight contest. Nah, it's, it should be an easy <laughs> enough one for Dublin. <laughs> and um, me Offaly, uh, I think Offaly, well, in this hypothetical situation I'm creating, they're off the back of winning Division 3 and Doris. And I think, you know, they're not, gar- are, you know, so I, I think they will want there because they obviously, they'd appreciate getting to the Leinster final, even if they got hammered by Dublin more. So, and then, Westmeath Louth, I'd give Westmeath the back end. Dublin would beat Carlo. Uh, Westmeath would beat Offley. Um, Dublin Westmeath final with Dublin coming out on top. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think that's I think that's fair enough. Uh, and it would be uh, as someone who has family from from Westmeath, I think it would be uh, be nice to see them get their get their day out in Crow Park, Munster Ulster. I mean, what yeah, what's your, what's your thought process here? Yeah. Uh, Tip Waterford. Um, I think, I think, I think it's going to be a draw, and I think you know, I'm going to think Waterford to go through in penalties. I think you know, I think there's a shock brew in there. Like, and Tip Tip can be anything on their day. Like, you know, if it was, you know, Tip always underperforming against teams of their own, well, but below them. But then when it comes to the better teams, they they give the performance of their lives. So it's their and to team there, so yeah, and um, Cork, I think Clare to beat Cork, it's you know, two division two teams, not a big shout, and then Clare to beat Limerick and um, beat the penalties last time, Kerry to beat Waterford, no shock, Kerry beating Clare in the final. So, yeah. and we get on to the, the, big, the big province, yeah, <laughs> this is the one you all want to see. Like, this, this were tests, whether I'm biased, deluded, or anything. So the first one we have, our man Antrim. So in this hypothetical situation, Antrim have got this somewhere. So I think Armagh are going to beat Antrim there, but probably regardless, they'd probably won anyways. Now it's the Fermanagh Derry shock. And well, well, by saying shock, I think you can guess which team I'm going for. I think Fermanagh are going to deliver it against um, Derry. I think, you know, oh, I, no, I think they really, they, they have a young team, something they really, how Tyrone there, I think they left Sung behind and then Tyrone Monaghan, I think Tyrone are going to come through and all the rest, you know, Monaghan, I think you're just content with just being a stable Division 1 team and um, down Donegal, new managers for both teams, but, you know, I, I'm not going to be, you know, 
downed in one a single game in league or championship last year. So it, even the mechanic cup. So I, you know, we'd, we'd, I would presume we'd beat down. I mean, even though it's in Uri. Uh Cavan Armagh. I predict Armagh to get through. For Tyrone, local derby, left song behind. For Manatee, getting to their first Ulster final in five years. Donegal Armagh, that's the big game. And Armagh hadn't he get that monkey of never getting to an Ulster final since 2008 off their back. I think I'm going to go with Armagh to one. I think, you know, I think, you know, that more fight there. I, I just can't see us turning it over quite quickly after we were well beaten. And then it's the repeat of the 2008 Ulster final. Fermanagh v Armagh. Will Fermanagh won their first? Will Armagh get their first since 2008? I think because most of Ulster are guaranteed their place in the Sam Maguire, I think it's going to open for one of the biggest shocks of all time. <laughs> I think for the first time ever, we're going to see Fermanagh win an Ulster. I think their backs are up against the wall, and it's the coming of age, the 2018. You know, they've about three or four outstanding players, but other teams maybe have about 10. So that's just probably where mess out there. And I think, you know, I think Wexford showed their class against uh, Offaly last year by beating them. So I think them for the Talton Cup. So yeah, that's a. Uh, that's, uh... <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think. <laughs> I think there's there's a party somewhere in Fermanagh anyway after after hearing that news. Like I think um I, de- I definitely it definitely would probably be the biggest provincial shock of all time. I'd love to see it happen personally. I think it would be I think it'd be great for little Fermanagh to, you know, as they call them, to, to go and actually win an, an Ulster title their first in their history. I will be honest, I you know, I, I don't see that happening, to be honest. But, I know, I know, I know. But... Who knows? Who knows? And, and I know. I just want, you know, usually about these videos, I make about 10 outrageously <laughs> bold predictions. Yeah, you do, you and do. usually yeah. one of them come true. And then I pit myself as a genius. And it, it, it happens every year. I said the same about Derry beating Tyrone last year. I said the same about Cavan and Tipperary getting relegated. I said the same about Cork beating Kerry. And it, it, it happens all the time. Like, and I, don't get me wrong, about nine of them are going to be completely incorrect, but that's just what I'm saying. So I'm not there. But the only thing I do say though, if, if, if anyone, you know, do not, do not, do not dare go to the bookies after listening to me. Don't <laughs> any of you dare go anywhere near it after listening to my advice. Genuinely, like, don't lose your mortgage over it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I think I think definitely save your keep keep your money in your pockets, as they say. Looking at the uh, the the Donegal hurlers, maybe before we uh, before we finish up. I mean, obviously, uh, interesting year last year for them. I mean, what were your thoughts? Yeah, it's kind of uh, a, a lot of that teams coming of age now. The team that you know, there's very few left from the 2014 one team, and a lot of teams getting um, old enough and all the rest, but. Yeah, like losing that quarter semi-final to Tyrone. See, you kind of you kind of looked at it quite disappointed. It was definitely game we left behind, but then you always then the week later, Damien Casey gave the performance of his life before. Obviously, it was obviously a terrible news in all Essex. So, you, so you do actually. It was obviously um, a very subdued moment there. But I think, um, yeah, I think we just couldn't. Us and Tyrone were just neck and neck. It was just between us two that that was probably the real final. But um, yeah, if, if I had to go for, and I, it's just it was um, it was always a tough one to mirror But you know, we we good one over Warwickshire. You know, RS who we regularly played in cup finals. RS, you know, and we'd win, wins over Ross Common, 
you know, as well, and Fermanagh and Armagh as well, who who have clubs who compete with the Antrim and Derry teams. So definitely not. Um, we definitely had some good ones in RS, but you know, the Tyrone was the stumbling block. But you know, it was a it was a game you look back at now and you realize you know there's more important things in life, but still. Um, that there and or I suppose I think there's Nicky Rackard there and I think we'll we'll manage to stay in Division Two B again. You know I think you know we're about the same levels as most teams, but I don't think we're outrageously better than anybody. Yeah, yeah, like and and I suppose looking at the the All Ireland hurling or, or looking at the bigger picture there. I mean, is there another wild prediction here, or are you staying on the same track as everyone else and and going for Limerick? Oh, I'm I'm going really really bold. I'm going to go uh, Limerick. <laughs> To win the Liam McCarthy, Kilkenny for Leinster, Limerick for Munster, and Offley for the Joe McDonough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty, it's pretty straightforward. The hurling, the hurling predictions, I think you know are pretty hurt are there, and you know I don't think you know other than maybe Leash beating Dublin, I think we haven't. I don't think we've seen any championship upsets in the last five. That's probably the only championship upset we've seen in the last five years, and there's been multiple in football there, so it's it's, it's less likely that you're going to get an upset. But yeah. So all the rest, but I think I think our mods, I think Antrim are going to stay in the, the Liam McCarthy and Westmeath are going to be sent back into the Joe McDonough. Interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah, well, I suppose before we do finish up, then your own uh, podcast, GA yeah. Zone podcast. Obviously, you're on a yeah. vacation break at the moment, but yeah. uh, like, <laughs> how are things going there? And I suppose what's the plan yeah. kind of going into 2023? Yeah, 2023. Um, the plans just get more guests there. It worked out really really well getting um doing the live streams and facebook and stuff my facebook's where the biggest following is there i could start fresh on youtube but i don't have a following there so it makes more sense to get facebook there and then you know um getting some you know uh the one that got the most views was the one with sambo mcdockton you know genuinely and um yeah, it was that was really good views there so just you know if, if you want to follow up a podcast you know, follow us on spotify for you know if you just want us to audibly and then go to the facebook page if you want to look at um, the own interviews and all the rest there. And yeah, so the plan is, you know, obviously being a final year uh, university student, you know, it's not, it's not the most, I don't have as much free time as I would like, you know, among other things, but still I definitely hope to get stuck on there. And there's going to be a lot more inter-county games, obviously in football this year, and it's probably going to be a summer calendar of the football, whatnot. So I hope to get, I hope to get that there. And um, last year I was able to bring G's on the Crow Park, for with the LGFA and Camogie self, so maybe get back to North Dublin, so for match reports and stuff. So yeah, that's that's just what the plans for twenty twenty three is, you know. So definitely hope to get that going. Brilliant stuff, brilliant stuff. Well, uh, cheers, Patrick, for for coming on. Much appreciated. Right. Thank you. Right. Yeah.